All right, so let's. You know, I'm, you, you know, I'm a, a Carter Capital vet. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with just telling everybody who you are and what you do. So, for those of you who uh, don't know who I am, my name is Mia Dillon. Um, I am a brand manager. My company is Innovative Campaigns. I started my company um, paperwork logistically. I started my company since 2015 actively. Um, since 2000. Um, I have a marketing background, uh, went to school here in Texas. I reside in Fort Worth, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas area. So I went to school here, um, uh, for marketing. I have a background in working for a boutique marketing agency down in New Orleans. Um, so yeah, that's my background. I've been in marketing since 09. Shout out to my mentor because I know he's going to, my I've been in marketing um, for a while, uh, working with uh, primarily events. Event production is kind of my back, uh, background, event production marketing and event marketing. Um, and transitioning over into working primarily with small businesses. So uh, that's my background. That's what I do. I've been full-time with my company since 2018. Uh, since then, uh, I have been on the up and up. Everything started out as just websites that people have saw uh, that I've done and um, just visually it just being really good work but once people got to actually work with me and um, just kind of go through the whole branding process uh, we have a lot of educational parts to everything I have weekly uh, calls with my clients just to keep them updated on uh, everything that they need to know about their business um, about the process so I, I mean that's my background. I, you know, the boutique marketing firm I used to work for in New Orleans. We did marketing uh, for Live Nation, AEG Worldwide, Disney on Ice, Master Church Jam. So I have a little bit of background in corporate, um, in the private sector, um, also with government. I did a little um, political marketing work um, back in 2010, 2009, 2011-ish, um, working on the New Orleans redistricting campaign with. Uh, New Orleans City Council, also uh, with Cedric Richmond when he was running for um, state representative. Uh, so yeah, I have a, 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 a very <laughs> checkered <laughs> or versatile past, but I've been in the game for a minute. I just hide my face. I'm always behind the scenes. I'm the one that's just behind the scenes when it comes to stuff. But yeah. So I'm I'm glad you said that. So question, do you prefer to be behind the scenes or you know how business is now, we have to come to the forefront. A lot of times we have to get on social media and people want to relate with you. So do you prefer behind the scenes or do you prefer to be seen, to be on camera, to show your work? So the, the connection was just a little bit choppy, but I think I got what you're saying. You were saying, you know, if I prefer to be behind scenes or if I prefer to be um, in front camera. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say this too far. I'm going to be so honest with you. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Um, I am just a balled up piece of shyness. It's so weird. <laughs> but uh, but I, would, I, I am what you're you know, I'm, I'm, I can be 
uh, extrovert and an introvert, but I know when to turn them on and off. Um, but when it comes to branding yourself, when it comes to uh, expanding your brand, when it comes to growing, when it comes to scaling, you're going to have to put yourself out there. And there's different ways with the way that um, technology is advanced. There's different ways in which you can do that. You don't necessarily have to be live in front of the camera as what we are now um, doing YouTubes, um, doing IG Reels, doing IG TV, doing Facebook TV. There's different routes uh, that you can take in different avenues where you can just like pre-record. And those are things that can kind of kind of take down some of the stress and allow you to still put your face out there and be active with the way that you're promoting in business. Right, and still give you that visibility and also yes. credibility, depending on what you're talking about. Because a lot of people do go live, but they're not maximizing their time when it comes to going live. They're going live at social events or at parties and not going live to let people know, hey, what problem are you solving in your business? What does your business even do? Hey, y'all. Thanks for exactly, joining Exactly, exactly, exactly. You're right, you're right, you're right. I would say this, I would say, um, you know, with as these uh, different social media platforms are growing, you know, there's different things that you want to look into utilizing um, to help grow your business with that. Always be on trend um, with, with what's going on as well and use them as resources uh, to, brand, to brand your business. Um, but making sure that it's the correct platform, making sure that it's the platform where your actual audience is. Because you don't want to just be putting out things and utilizing and burning yourself out on a certain platform that you're not even connected to anybody. That that's not even where your audience is. Really finding out exactly who your audience is, what your audience looks like, and going to the platform where they are the most and really nailing the, uh, nailing the hammer and the nail to the head. Yeah, that's so true too. A lot of times people think that their audience is on Instagram. <laughs> we get the picture. But a lot of people think their audience on Instagram and the audience may or may not be on Instagram or your sales may or may not be coming from Instagram. So you need to track like analytics. You need to see, you need to ask surveys. Um, where did you find us? What's your referral? Did someone give you our information? Did you find us on the web? Did you find us on social media? Like asking those questions can really help you niche down who is your target audience do they like your products do they like what you have to offer do they like your services can they afford your services and to keep coming back as a residual client right versus just being a one-time customer so with that being said what would you say is the difference between a client and a customer so it broke up again. You said, what's the difference between a client and a... Customer. A client and a customer. So that might be a... a, a that might be a bit of a, a topic for me. And the only reason being is because over the years that I've been working, I've used them so interchangeably. But um, more so from my knowledge, um, a customer, that's more of like e-commerce retail realm. So you're looking at uh, different industries, right? service-based business, you're going to have clients, right? Uh, so more so the terminology just being related to what industry that you're working in as well. Mm -hmm. So when you talk, if you're a text boss and you're in this, and you're in this chat, you really have to, um, how, um, like how is your business structured as well? Are you, do, do you have products that you sell as well and you have your customers? And are you a service based? Are you still providing services as well? Um, then 
you will have clients as well. And also know, also knowing that those are two different streams of revenue as well um, that you could be monetizing off of. Some people um, don't, we and a lot of times as, as startups, especially because we're not necessarily taught this in the very beginning. I mean, we're, we're not, we don't really know much when we're starting out, but um, finding ways to diversify your income diversify your streams of revenue within your business and what I mean by that is finding different ways in which you can make money so like for my tax losses in the chat finding those products and selling those products having a certain service and making it your cash cow and selling those service on top of that you can sometimes match those up and offer packages total experiences um so that's one of the things that I teach my clients as well, um, some of my small businesses, because they do come, I do have some that are more product-based businesses and we work with customers. And then I have some that are more uh, service-based businesses who deal with clients. Um, I pretty much work with uh, multiple industries, restaurant, hospital, um, e-commerce, retail, real estate, um, so that brings me um, to my next question. You, you don't really have a niche. You don't really have a niche. You just service all small businesses, right? So my next question would be, how did you determine that, oh, I only want to work with small businesses? Was it something that you've encountered in the past that you said, okay, so I'm seeing a lot of my clients need XYZ help. Was that something that made you say, I only want to work with small businesses? think that what made me go primarily to small businesses was early on in my journey, quite honestly. Um, when I started out, um, we were working, like I said, it was event marketing that I was doing. Um, I was an event marketing manager uh, for a small boutique firm down in New Orleans, a uh, marketing firm down in New Orleans. But the thing about it is, um, even though we were event marketing, we still, those are still small businesses that are promoters, that are production companies putting on these events as well. Um, some large, some corporate, but some small. So I kind of jumped into it, kind of already knowing just a bit from uh, from starting out, uh, just getting a feel for uh, working with small businesses. And I noticed that the pressures of working on event nights and something going wrong and all types of stuff do happen. I was like, oh no, this ain't for me. <laughs> They do. Give me a headache sometimes. Joy and working with small businesses. Uh, the joy in working with small businesses uh, for me, it was just seeing that I can really create something and bring it to life and it's sustained. I think that's what really, um, what really drew me to working in the industry. I've had um, me driving on the interstate and seeing the 18 with a little with the logo that I created plastered on side of it. That's the type of feeling that you just can't explain. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you like, I did that. Like, my company did that. We did that. Um, so, just having that feeling over and over again, uh, working with my small businesses, not only that, um, just as a black woman, a black woman in business, um, you know, I am all about making sure I circulate the black dollar. I absolutely love the fact that 9% of the businesses that I work with have been black-owned businesses. 
can honestly raise my hand and say in a pandemic, I done burnt some black owned businesses and I absolutely love that. Um, so I, it's, it's always been, I guess it's always kind of been a passion. Once I got a feel for it, I was like, oh yeah, baby, I can't, I can't do this. <laughs> Small businesses was the way to go. I just love the fact that I can really help someone cre- create something that is the same. Like I literally was just saying to one of my friends the other day, I can't even um, remember. It couldn't, no, it couldn't have been Udrick. I don't know who it was. I was just saying the other day um, that I can honestly say there hasn't been a business in over the hundred businesses that I have helped like really grow. Mm-hmm. Um, that I've touched in my tenure of working in marketing. There has not been one business that I know um, that is not still standing to this day. That knock on wood. Something that is something that you can brag on. Not everybody can say that. Toot your own horn. Yes. Say that. Not everybody can say that. You know, people are working with freelancers and they're just getting stuff done and get. I just need you to do my logo. I just need you to do my website. Oh, I just need you to do this. I just need you to do that. And there's no, no uniformity no to the brand. Period. There's no that the brand right. doesn't have a persona, which is that brand identity. It doesn't have that. And so you find yourself with so many, so many different pieces to your brand that don't even work coherently. Mm-hmm. They don't even work in a certain key way to really give that full brand experience. And I know I probably deterred a bit, but that's... I just no, that's where we're going. That's exactly where we're going. So I was just about to say... Give us some key components of building our brand identity because some people don't even know what brand identity means. Some people think that they have a name, they have EIN, they have their business bank accounts and stuff. So I have a brand. I'm a business owner. I'm a boss. I got all these things. I have money coming in, right? I have followers. I have all this stuff going on. So I have a brand, but they don't really understand what what a brand is that's why they always coming back to the table saying hey i got a rebrand now i need to change my logo i need to change my colors i need to change my website without really sitting down and getting a concrete plan for their brand so can you give us three different components of defining our brand identity so your identity is uh it's a lot of pieces to building the brand and that's exactly what i take um, my clients um through i actually probably use um one of my clients if you following me and you just seen maybe about two days ago um affordable senior services a home health care company out in atlanta georgia um which is one of my clients uh one of my clients we just recently launched um launched a website so in the whatever you guys get time affordable senior services.com um, check it out um, and see some of the work that we did. So let's start with your brand identity consists of this. Let's start with number one, your logo. Contrary to what people might believe, your logo isn't the most integral part of the of your brand. It isn't the brand in general. And a lot of people actually have over the years interchanged the word brand and logo. Somebody will get a logo and they'll be like, girl, I just got my brand. I just got branded. So now I'm like, you know, and I have to educate them. I have to educate them on exactly what they're saying. And, mm-hmm. and, and I hope that every time I do it, they have always taken it with, you know, love and with just an open mind to really be taught exactly what it is. So your logo is a very small piece of your brand. It's, it's, it's important, but it is a very small 
piece of the brand. Um, very small piece of the brand. But it also sets the tone for the way in which you communicate with your um with your with your audience. Uh we have certain illustrations that we create. Like for us, when we're building out a website, um, let's talk about the typography that we create. Typography, illustrations, those are all a part of your brand identity. So typography is the font that you use. What kind of font are you using? Let's think about it. Um, for example, you know, give us an example. Like, you really want to make sure that every moving piece that goes along with creating your brand identity. And Drika, I, I see you here but it looks like it's like breaking up just a bit so hopefully um a second can y'all still hear me can everybody still see me yeah we good <laughs> y'all let me know because it looks like drinking went on and i just wanted to make sure if i got a join from my phone i don't know Mm-hmm. 